new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hello, everybody. Andrea Donsky here and Lisa Davis, my beautiful co-host, is off today. And as I'm looking outside, I see the sun is shining and spring has sprung. It's been such a long winter, but I am really excited today to be interviewing Nova Covington from Goddess Garden because with spring and the sun comes sunscreen. And Nova has a very interesting story to share with all of us because she created Goddess Garden out of a need. So welcome to the show, Nova. Thank you. Happy to be and here. I would love you to- I would love you to share with our listeners why Goddess Garden started. Yeah, our first products I created for my baby daughter who was allergic to chemical sunscreens and synthetic chemicals in lots of products. So within the first year, we started making um, her products because we couldn't find anything that didn't have parabens and chemical sunscreens in them, even in the natural grocery stores. So one thing led to another. We um, started selling to family and friends. Before I knew it, I had a business, and we were selling at the farmer's market, selling out of sunscreen. Um, and then in a couple years, we really discovered that our customers shopped in natural grocery stores, and that's where we focused primarily all of our energy. After 2009, we launched four sunscreens in the natural grocery channel, and it's just continued to blossom since then. You know, I love it. I'm a mom. I have three kids. And what amazes me is that when we see something, there's a need in the market, we go ahead and we do it. And speaking to people like you, an entrepreneur, a woman, I love it because you're so inspirational (laughs) and you've created this incredible company. I guess my first question to you would be, how did did you even know how to formulate sunscreen? (laughs) It's my husband, actually. He he was a nutritional scientist. And we jokingly say that Goddess Garden Sunscreen is very similar or started similar to a salad dressing when we first started because it had like xanthan gum and stuff you would find in a salad dressing um, oh, deck. Hilarious. But he, because he was a nutritional scientist, he was all focused on food grade ingredients. And that's where really where we've kept our priorities and on certified organic ingredients. That was my big thing because when you buy certified organic, you know you're getting something that's totally clean of any pesticide and herbicide res- residue. And it's also non-GMO. Hmm. You mentioned before that, you know, your sunscreen doesn't have any parabens. What are some other ingredients that are common? I mean, I go to the store now and, you know, it's funny because I've been working with Goddess Garden and you guys for so long, (laughs) you know, my first reaction when I see sunscreen in the store is, oh my God, you know, the chemicals, right? And it's always, you know, in in the larger grocery stores, you have the bigger brands that have a lot of these chemicals. So for those who are listening, who are like, okay, newer to these, you know, to this organic sunscreen and chemical-free sunscreen, what are some of those toxic ingredients that we really should be avoiding if we're buying those regular sunscreens? Yeah, oxybenzone is the big one um, that I recommend people avoid. On the SkinDeep.org database, they they rank that one up there in the eight or nine category usually in terms of toxicity. So it's got very high toxicity ratings. Octanoxate is also not one of my favorites. And those two are also um, chemicals that are bleaching the coral reef. So we've been really adamantly and working to get the word out about those chemicals. Zinc oxide and titanium dioxide are the ingredients you want to look for. And those are minerals. They're very different than chemical sunscreens and they operate differently. So oxybenzone, octanoxate, and chemical sunscreens actually are absorbed into your skin very quickly and into your bloodstream. And that's why the back of the packaging always says reapply every 90 minutes. Um, Mineral sunscreens operate totally differently. They're not absorbed. 
they sit on top of your skin and they bounce the sun's rays off your skin, which is really cool because it's basically just reflecting the light off of your skin um, and not absorbing any of the UV rays. You know, what's interesting is that, you know, 60% of what we put on our skin, we actually absorb. So, you know, let alone mm-hmm. the fact that your daughter had this reaction. I mean, even if we don't have a reaction to oxybenzone or some of these other chemicals like you're mentioning, I mean, we're still absorbing those chemicals. And like you said, it could be disrupting our hormones and causing fertility issues and all these other hosts of issues. So I really... Totally. You know, I want... It was voted for those of you who allergen are... of the year just a couple of years ago, actually. It was voted allergen of the year by the Dermatology Association, um, oxybenzone, Al- because it's such a common allergen, allergen of the year. so many children. Yeah, allergen of the year. Oh, wow. <laughs> they had, I think it was the Contact wow. Dermatitis Association. Someone of... They rank allergens, and dermatologists are seeing that as a pretty common allergen. And that's why when you visit your dermatologist, they recommend using broad-spectrum sunscreen, which and typically zinc and titanium at the, are their only recommended ingredients at the dermatology offices. Wow, common uh, most common common allergen. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about the application process because you talked about you know the fact that Goddess Garden is a mineral sunscreen. Do you apply it differently? You know, I know for conventional sunscreen, you apply it. Is it thirty minutes before you go out? Whereas mineral sunscreen, I think like you had said, it sits topically. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's effective immediately. Minerals are effective immediately because they're essentially very finely ground rocks and there's no need for anything to activate. The chemicals take um, up to 20 minutes to activate, so you're supposed to put it on 20 minutes before you go out in the sun. And I know as a mom, I can tell you, I never, ever remember to do that beforehand. It's Hmm. like once you're in the sun for about five minutes, you're like, oh, wait, that's right. I need to put on sunscreen. I forgot to put on sunscreen on the kids. So um, minerals are really effective, and they're effective immediately. There's no wait time, so it makes them very different. Which is great. And that you're completely right. I mean, half the time I'm like, oh my gosh, totally forgot. And then I'm telling my kids, I'm like, wait, you need sunscreen. And you're running after my kids. And now they're so big. They're like, yeah, leave me alone, mom. I think that that's yeah. great to know, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and then, important. Um, here, here in Colorado, we're at high elevation. And in 10 minutes, you can have a really nasty sunburn um, without realizing it if you go out without any protection. Hmm. So, and how often do you have to reapply mineral sunscreen? You know, um, FDA, in the U.S., we have this lovely group called the FDA, and they make us put 90 minutes on the bottle. Um, I, As long as you're not swimming or sweating, those two things do require more frequent application. Um, but we formulate for a water-resistant product. So we've tested our sunscreen for 80 minutes. Um, all of the sunscreens actually have passed our 80-minute test. So any recreational oh, sunscreen from Goddess Garden has been tested that long. Um for myself personally, what I do is I make sure I get every square inch. And that's one of the differences, too. When you apply a mineral sunscreen, you want to do smaller areas of your body, but you're doing a better job making sure you're getting every nook and cranny. And I see people, you know, I'm at the pool. I see chemical sunscreens being applied. More than half of it isn't landing on the body. And so people do end up with sunburns because of, you know, they're just not applying it very well. Or, and you don't have to rub it in, right? So how can you tell where it went, where it didn't go? Um, mineral sunscreen has a little sheen to it because it's reflective. So regardless of, you know, how light your skin tone is, you can see where you're applying the sunscreen. And I always recommend smaller, smaller chunks because, um, you want to rub it in quickly, um, before it dries. And that really makes a difference in terms of, um, the application. Oh my gosh, Nova, you're talking about people who are spraying sunscreen. It is my biggest pet 
peeve, like biggest pet peeve. You know, there, I have a great story. My kids will tell you why there was a, we were at Disney with my kids a couple of years ago. And this woman, uh-huh. like in the middle of everyone and Disney's pretty busy place. She's applying these ke- yeah. this chemicals, you know, spray sunscreen. It is going everywhere. And I was, we were eating our lunch right into our food. And oh. I just, yeah, I just went over and I'm like, excuse me. Um, first of all, you shouldn't be applying it in a public place like that. Second of all, you're using chemicals yeah. that are going into our food. And she got mad at me. And it was hilarious. But I mean, if you ask my kids, that's one wow. of the stories that they tell everybody. And it's and I will want, <laughs> I took that opportunity to educate, right? I'm like, you know, you girls are young. Uh, totally. You're using chemicals. Here's some other, op- you know, other options. And anyways, but I think for a lot of people, they don't realize and people do love the spray. And I know Goddess Garden makes a spray. So I do think that's an important thing to communicate because... Just because the product is natural doesn't mean you don't have the same options, doesn't mean it doesn't work as well. I I really want to talk about that Uh because that's a common question that comes up a lot. Yeah, well, we do a lot of testing. We, um, you know, as a mom, the most important thing is that our sunscreens work. So when you spray one of Goddess Garden sprays, it will come out of a container like a white, a very thin white lotion. And you want it to look like that. If you ever get a Goddess Garden product, you know, you want that whiteness. Um, that's the minerals in the product, and it does rub in very quickly. Um, when we had to reformulate in the United States a couple of years ago, we were already ready, and all of our sunscreens had high enough UVA that we didn't have to reformulate anything. But a lot of the larger brands just took zinc oxide and plunked it right into their chemical formula. And I see people who are walking around, you know, really pasty and white, and I always have to, of course, it's sunscreen. <laughs> Maven, I've got to ask what brand they're using. So I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And, and usually I'm seeing um, a mainstream brand um, that's just added it to a chemical formula. So, um, yeah, for me, spray is really important because, especially with little kids, it's easier to apply, I find, and it's thinner. That particular formula is very thin, and so you can rub it in. Um, it rubs in best. That's my personal favorite. No, what is the difference between UVA and UVB? I mean, you just touched on that in terms of having to reformulate. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, UV, the UV spectrum is super interesting, and there's even now we're discovering like a UVC. Um, and minerals protect you from the whole range because they're reflecting and bouncing the light off of your skin as opposed to the other um, application methods. So UVA, we kind of made up a little acronym, UVA aging, UVB burns. So many of the chemical sunscreens are actually called UVB blockers. And so you don't look red, but you might not be getting protection um, from, just depending on which one they're using, from the UVA or the UVC spectrum. UVC, they suspect, is related to cancer. um, And that's some of the new research that's just coming out. So we try to stay really current and on top of um, the research as well. But UVA is important because even if you don't look burned, you could still be getting damage to your skin and all aging happens from the sun. Like 95% of your aging is sun-related. Mm. Um, and so really? we really feel like it's important to um, recognize that because basically if we had all done a great job like your kids, Andrea, I'm sure they have no sand, sun damage because you've been diligently oh. applying. And I know I do my best too. I've got the, re- exactly. the rebels in the group best. as well with my two girls. Yeah, so... Um, but but it's really important that they use it every day because we get cumulative sun damage and that's what causes aging because we don't realize, oh, it looks a little cloudy. We don't really need sunscreen. Not true at all. The UVA goes right through that cloud layer. Interesting. Very interesting. UVA mm-hmm. aging, UVB burn, UVC cancer. Very interesting acronyms. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. You know, even for my... myself. Go ahead. Yeah. That's... Oh, it's just, well, that's been kind of my cheat sheet for how I explain it. 
it's not completely, you know, of course, if you get a scientist like my husband involved, he'll go into much, he's always like, oh, it's not that simplified. But it helps me to understand the differences because, you know, I'm all about, you know, getting in my mid-40s. I'm all about improving my skin health. And so for, for me, it's about repairing the sun damage. Uh, and Goddess Garden just launched a product line of skincare products that are for sun repair. And so it's all about repairing the sun damage you already have, seven very simple products um, that you can find at goddessgarden.com. So, Nova, it's not too late to repair damage that's been done? No, that's the crazy part. It's not too late at all. And we actually just tested. This is super exciting because um, in natural grocery stores, you don't typically get a lot of um, really strong statements on usability of products. And so we tested Face Today, which is our SPF 30 facial cream that has an SPF 30 ultra mineral. And then we tested under the sun, a pre-sunscreen serum. So the other thing with um, minerals is if you're really hydrated, they go on much more sheer. So if you have really dry skin and you try to apply minerals, it's just not going to work out. Um, So under the sun, we created for your face. And those two products we tested together lowered, it actually reduced wrinkle depth by 23% in 90 days, which was crazy exciting. I know we were like, what? Um, And it improved under the sun, actually raised up SPF by point, like almost by one factor of one. Um, And we were kind of expecting like if you put an oil under a mineral sunscreen that it would be less effective, but it wasn't at all. It actually increased the SPF. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's huge. Wow. Thanks. It is huge. It's really unique and natural for um, us to even be doing these kinds of tests. And we want to see, you know, how effective were we? We collected all these certified organic ingredients that are proven to repair sun damage, which is essentially just wrinkles. Um, and that, and I think that you can repair it is really exciting. That is very, wow. I love that. All right. So tell me a little bit, you know, when you look at products, sunscreen products, you see there's for face, there's for body, there's for sport. What is the difference between them? And should we be using the specific one that's marked for that body top, that body part? Um, you know, we do, Goddess Garden does the work for you and you don't have to worry too much about which products you like. We've tested all of them for water resistance at 80. The big difference between the green product line, our everyday line and our sport is that there's no scent in the sport line, but we sent all the green products with um, lavender essential oil, which is a really nice skin ingredient. And so, you know, frankly, my kids love the green ones. There is really, that, like, that's the big difference between sport. Now, the facial product has a higher in zinc in it, and it's only all zinc. So the facial recreational sunscreen, is called facial sunscreen, that one has a, it's our most transparent zinc. So we use a more expensive product, and that's the most transparent. And you notice the transparency most on your face. People are most sensitive about whitening on face. Um, but my favorite is Face the Day when it comes to the sheer um, ability. Face the Day is our, it's, it's not for recreational use. It's for daily use. It's made to go under makeup, and it, it was created as a firming primer for your makeup. So you can go with or without makeup, and that product has you covered. Um, and I really love that one. I think it's great because, I mean, there are some times when you go out and you're like, like you said before, like, oh, my gosh, I forgot, even for ourselves. So starting your day off with face uh-huh. a day, you don't have to worry. It's already, it's done. Like, it's part of your moisturizer routine, right? So it makes it super easy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We did just a really, um, we evaluated people's drive, and we did a really short commute of only 10 minutes. But people are getting, um, over the course of a year, with only a 10-minute commute one way, people were getting 60 hours of un basically undocumented 
cumulative sun damage time. And you would never lay outside for 60 hours over the course of a year. That's a lot of sun damage. But it was driving in your car and you might look down at your hands and think, wow, my hands are aging faster than anywhere else on my body. Well, that's because your hands are up there driving and they get the most um, exposure in your car. And so, you you know, putting, I actually keep sunscreen in my car, put a little on my hands every now and then, like look down like, oh, I forgot to put my sunscreen on my hands. But at least if you've got face today, you're covered on your face. And so um, that's a great way to just kick off your day. The other thing is we wash our hands a lot. And so, you know, we do need to reapply on our hands, you know, in that situation. That's what I notice when I'm on vacation. I wash my hands a lot in Mexico. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have any sunscreen on my hands anymore. I've washed it five times. So, um, you know, you do, it it does come off eventually. You do have to reapply. (laughs) That's a great tip because you know what, to keep it in your car, you you have a Excuse me. You have the new stick that you launched too. So even keeping something like that in the car that you can just apply on your hand easily and then rub your hands together. The stick is perfect and you can do it, you know, even while you're driving. Whereas the slime, you know, if you're having to squeeze out of a tube and you're, you've got your steering wheel, not a good scenario. Don't, I've tried it. So I can just tell you, go with the <laughs> stick in the car. It's a great idea. Love it. And, um, that's and, great. and, and your you know, car gets really hot too. So your car isn't an ideal place to store sunscreens in the summer. Most sunscreen can't handle 120 degrees of heat. That's a good point. So I think uh, because then Uh the tube gets hot and then the sunscreen. Yeah. So that you don't want to keep plus it's a plastic container. So And that was Fahrenheit for any Canadians. (laughs) Ah, We've got Canadians. We've got Americans. We've got everyone listening. I love it. All right, cool. So Nova, is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners before we end the podcast? You know, I, there's one thing that I'd like to share, and that is that Goddess Garden is, um, we actually started a nonprofit wing called Protect Our Mother, and I started this personally because I wanted a vehicle for helping support the scientists who are doing the research on protecting and saving our coral reefs. And we've been supporting a bill that was in Hawaii, actually. Um, unfortunately, it didn't pass just by a tiny, tiny margin. One senator blocked it. But um, it brought a lot of awareness to oxybenzone and octanoxate because those chemicals, we know for sure, are bleaching the coral reefs. And um, they're even finding them, unfortunately, like in high, high levels in the bays where there's a lot of people swimming in Hawaii. So they're, unfortunately, they're just really persuasive. And one drop of oxybenzone kills uh, the coral in a six, basically the size of six Olympic-sized swimming pools. So you can imagine just a one, you know, as much as you're supposed to apply to your body is a lot of oxybenzone because that it could be, you know, a large percentage of your bottle. And out of curiosity, why would he have blocked it if they, it, I mean, this is, this is proven, right? I mean, it's not, you know. It's totally I, I, proven. It's, it's, yeah, we testified. Goddess Garden actually submitted testimony and we submitted a lot of research. NOAA scientists from the U.S. stepped in and also testified at the very last second. Um, there's plenty of research. It's well, well documented that the chemical sunscreens are destructive to the coral reefs. Um, right. Unfortunately, it was politics at the end of the day. Um, and it was oh, it just gosh. didn't quite, it got stuck in one committee, unfortunately. Um, and so it was That's like 11.58. It didn't make it. It made it all the way to the very end. Um, so we're hopeful for next year. It's going to be resubmitted. Um, and rumor has it it's going to be that same type of ban on oxybenzone is going to be submitted in other states in the U.S. too. It really should be. I mean, we know that it, you know, is a hormone disruptor. We know it can impact fertility. I mean, we know what it's doing to the reefs. It just, you know, makes no sense. But yes, please continue to fish. do what you're doing. Yeah, we're, 
totally. We we, yeah. we found it in fish as well that were being tested in the bays outside of Hawaii, high levels of oxybenzone. So then, you know, then we're turning around and eating it. Definitely not. The testing is not in on eating oxybenzone. So it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And we're going to work really hard to make sure that people know that there's an option because there's totally an option. There's a spray mineral sunscreen available that's organic. Absolutely. Goddess Guard. And just for everybody listening and thinking, oh, does it really work? Does it not? It works. It's the only sunscreen I've been using for my family for the longest time. We go to Mexico as well. And I mean, my husband always says, it's funny because like you were talking about the face products that they rub in, but some, you know, the mineral sunscreens, like you see, you have a little bit of the white as well. My husband's favorite slogan is when we're on holiday is better white than red. He loves it. So for him, he like, I think he'll lose like half the bottle on his body. I mean, he's hilarious, but I mean, it works. My family, my husband, my sister, in law. I mean, we are, it's hilarious. We're like a family of goddess garden users. So, I mean, thank you for doing awesome. what you're doing. Th- thank you for sponsoring Natural Savvy Radio this month. Thank you for allowing us to do what we love to do. And thank you for doing everything that you are doing at Goddess Garden. Thank you so much. I'm Andrew Donsky, and you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Like us on all social media at Naturally Savvy, at Andrea Donsky, at Radio MD, and at Health Media Gal One. Thanks for listening, everyone. Wear your sunscreen. Stay well.